This is the first official podcast for Unusual Perspectives, and I have a amazing guest with me today. Uh, we're just going to keep it as simple and light as possible. Gabriel, how do you say your last name? Kazan. Kazan. Awesome. So Gabriel Kazan, he is a men's coach, as well as many other things I'm going to guess. And we're going to dive into a little bit about what makes him tick and what he believes um, are some unusual perspectives that he practices or loves to see out in the world. Um, but with that being said, I would love to uh, hear from you, Gabriel, and, and tell us a little bit more about your work and um, what you do. Well, like you said, I, I work primarily with men, but, I'm, but I also work with couples. Uh, so I do relationship work, but also within the, the scope of the men's coaching, uh, a lot, the focus is very much on purpose and, uh, the centrality of purpose in a man's life. And what I know, what I know and notice is that when, uh, when men come to me and they're stuck or they're out of alignment and they, they, uh, are looking for that, um, that thing that helps them get to where they want to go, uh, it's usually about a matter of purpose alignment and letting go of uh, the default purpose or wh whatever they're they're in that is not working is is a question of how do they get uh, deeper and more courageously aligned with with who they are and what they're here for and um, and then watch the magic happen and then have that male accountability um, and uh, that male uh, mode of feeling inside of that to sort of alchemize that peak outcome of, of, of getting what they want in their life and, um, and, and brave leadership inside of that. And, um, and with regards to unusual perspectives, I think that the thing I bring into the field is, uh, is this embodiment before this conversation, we started to talk about being on a call together this morning and doing some, some boxing, like some sparring, like on a zoom call, we were <laughs> sparring with a, a mutual mentor. And that was, uh, that was, that, that reminded me of the importance of embodiment and where true transformation actually happens on the cellular level in the soma and the emotions in the tissues and in the body. And so that's also the way that I work. Um, and especially as guys, we can get stuck in our heads pretty systemically like you know everything is kind of focusing us to get into our heads and overthink and get stuck there so any any way we can bring it into the body um backbone heart and balls like all mm -hmm. all dimensions of that um then we're you know we're we're moving with wholeness and we're moving in a in a powerful way so that's some of how i work to disrupt the program and bring people into a deeper place of empowerment i love that i would there's a couple questions that i have that like right off the bat it makes me think of um for men in particular what do you think the unique challenges that we face in staying with our purpose in kind of the society of today and how culturally we've been uh acclimatized to a a certain set of kind of rules. I, I don't want to say they're necessarily rules because they're obviously fabrications, but um, hard and fast kind of cultural rules. I think, well, a couple of things off the top of mind is um, 
feelings. You know, just we're, we're like I said before, we're, we're conditioned to stay in our heads and get let along on a script of how we're supposed to show up. But when we really give ourselves permission to feel what we're feeling um, and step outside of that script, a whole different possibility unravels. Um, and to listen to those gut instincts uh, coming from, from lower uh, centers of intelligence that, that aren't always um, what we're being told. Uh, so, yeah, I think um, self-trust is another big piece of, of trusting, you know, that each man is here with uh, a beautiful gift and a, a, a powerful mission that he came here to unfold. And it's actually a, a tragedy when, when men get um, in trouble because their path has taken them off mission um, or into some default purpose. And that's where actually all the pro problems are coming from that are showing up in their relationship or in their health um, or in their bank account. And things are just not happening and they're stuck. Um, going back into, okay, who am I? Why am I here? And where, where's the, uh, the messages from my body coming from? What are they telling me? That's, that's how we unravel that um, inside of the work that I do. And um, yeah, so I think that's a part of it. And, and the other thing I think men face a lot these days is emasculation um, and sedation sedation that comes from distraction uh because we live in this modern context and we've lost our connection to warrior traditions uh so any way that we can get into our body and feel again our fierceness uh on purpose and that's that's going to unlock new possibilities uh because that that sedation is meant to put us to sleep and and make us obedient so one of the things I like to say is uh, uh, provoke freedom. That's like a, on my um, wallpaper on my profile. That was going to be one of the things that I was going to ask about and what that means to you and uh, how that got started. Because I love that concept. Well, like, you know what? It goes back to this question of core masculine purpose and core masculine strength. Um, and in the integration of polarity, I see masculine uh, strivings as the, the longing for freedom. You know, whether you're a man or a woman, that, that longing for freedom is a masculine striving and you might have to go to war for it. And then the feminine, which is, you know, in all of us, is wanting love, belonging, and connection. And it's the feeling side, the, the softer side of, of just being open-hearted and trusting and, and in surrender. So we need both. But right now, I think what's happening in the world is not enough men are aligned with ways to get in touch with that core masculine striving for greater freedom. And so that's why I say provoke it is because we have to, we have to remember that. We have to light a spark sometimes to wake uh, up the, the sleeping and the um, sedation that affects all of us so we can go, oh, wait a minute, I'm here to provoke freedom. And when I align with that, However difficult that may seem, because there's a lot of forces upon us to, um, you know, tell us otherwise. Sedate us what, into complacency. <laughs> yeah, it's what disrupts. It disrupts the narrative, and um, and so, yeah, that's that's what that provoking freedom is all about: is uh, remembering that in our truest identity as human beings, we are freedom. That's, that's my conception of the human being is we are freedom 
And when we forget that, we fall into trouble. But if we're here to not only remember that, but practice it in our personal lives or in what we can create in our business and serve freedom to others, serve more possibility, uh, greater love and freedom, both, then, then we're, uh, then we're showing up in optimal, you know, performance. Love that. What is there a particular thing that kind of inspired you down this path or, you know, it could be men's coaching. It could be, um, this particular line of thinking and in the direction that and the purpose that you, uh, feel that you have now and that you're able to bring and ignite other in other people, what brought you to that space? Um, well, I think I, before, before getting really, uh, into a role of guiding others, I had to get really, really lost. Mm. Um, so I've been pretty lost. Um, and maybe on some level, even that lostness was, was part of what I came here to, uh, to know. Um, so I, uh, I don't know, it, it was more of a path of surrender for me. Uh, coming out of being a, a wanderer and a traveler and having my own uh, troubles. And then I, uh, I ended up being part of a Sundance community, uh, a Lakota Sundance community for a number of years. And a big part of that initiation is the question, at least for men, is like purpose work. is just really getting sharp and clear on what am I here for? focus on the purpose, keep, keep focused on that. And that, that really brought me into my purpose. And so this whole business for me is a giving back thing. This is a, how can I, uh, give back what I've received, um, in, in my own bossness and initiation, because we're all going through initiation all the time, whether we choose mm -hmm. it or not. And it's either a shadow initiation that's going to kick our ass and put us in trouble or we're going to choose it on purpose and align with mentors, align with path and make those powerful decisions to be living on purpose and living courageously in that. Mm. That makes, a, that must've been an amazing, um, experience. First of all, with the Lakota tribes and, um, the initiation into that, I'm sure that sounds life-changing. Um, and I would imagine it, it certainly was, um, when personally, when I hear of passion or when I hear of purpose, um, one of the things that I think is an interesting comparison is passion. Um, and what role passion for what you're doing has with purpose. And is that, is there an overlap? Um, do you think that passion and purpose are aligned or, um, yeah. How, how do you think of kind of the, the juxtaposition or lack thereof of passion and purpose? Great question. Um, sometimes I think people can see them on a, on a spectrum as if they're opposites. Um, and the passion's the thing that lights us up and, uh, and the purpose might be kind of heavy or it might be a big mission that's overwhelming. And I mean, I think there's this whole focus on purpose lately, both in coaching and in, even in, in the corporate world, there's this question of even corporate purpose. Uh, 
And there's this myth that if you find your purpose, everything's going to be perfect and it's going to be easy. But the truth is when the lights go on and you get to those moments of clarity of going, oh, this is what I've got to do. And this is my path. It can also be a really big burden. (laughs) Really? That's my purpose. (laughs) So I think the way the weave could work is to bring in passion. Uh, The way I like to talk about it is as if each human being has five passions, just arbitrarily choosing five and then making a map out of those five passions, um, playing with like a Venn diagram and seeing where all those passions overlap. And when that human being is most lit up, uh, they're expressing a unique weave of passion that is totally original to them. Like no two human beings have the same five passions that they're that they're lit up about. Um, so that's um, I, how I weave, weave together passion and purpose and, and really just challenging men, especially to, to trust that inner voice, to trust that, that thing um, and give themselves permission because it, it can also be joyful. And, and um, when, uh, when we're unfolding our purpose with, with passion, well then, uh, you know, we become unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's, um, that really resonates with me. It's certainly been something that kind of, as it reveals itself to you, or as you discover more about yourself, I think, um, it really is a, a joyful experience and it, I completely agree. It's not like once you figure out or you feel that you have defined your purpose in a way that, um, you're motivated and you're moving in alignment with it, that everything is going to be roses and, uh, my ties from there on out, but it certainly makes um, decisions much clearer. I think you can. One of the biggest challenges I I think is to know what to say no to um, when we have this abundance of choice in the world right now that is unbelievable. Although uh, certainly freedoms seem to be taken away uh, by certain you know choices and obstacles that we're facing. Um, but for the most part, we still have more freedom than we've ever had to choose a lifestyle or products or places to go than we've ever had in in history. Um, and that purpose can kind of uh, select or curate for you a large percentage of what what should I do with today or what should I do between now and 90 days from now? Like, how am I actually applying my purpose in everyday life? And trying to being able to kind of audit or retrospectively look at um my my week-to-week life and how in alignment with my purpose do i feel that i am and i think you can kind of continually move more in the direction of that um once you have that once you've found that um and i think that's a really powerful thing to do and it makes me want to wake up much more you know with purpose and much more like on fire kind of um i love the uh the intersectionality of the five passions as well it makes me think of um, i'm sure you're familiar with the concept of the ikigai um which is the japanese kind of intersection of mission um, passion profession and vocation um and kind of how if we're embodying those things um we can live a it's 
essentially another way to figure out what your purpose is. Um, certainly, I'm sure there's different different modalities and methods to do that, but that was one of that's one of my favorites. Um, is there? What do you think that the kind of biggest challenge unrelated to purpose that men are facing these days um, that you see kind of in your practice or or that you're thinking about right now that would be, you know, I don't want to say unusual again, because, but that is the theme, um, people, the things that people don't think about. I think, uh, well, I think male isolation is a serious uh, it, mm. problem. Um, yeah, I think that, that might be, I mean, in terms of a mental health serious crisis, like that's what leads to a lot of suicide and just hopelessness. Um, and I think inside of our, inside of our DNA and our bone memory, we're, we're meant to find belonging in a tribe. Um, so that's why a men's group work has been such a powerful force these days. Um, and there's lots of different organizations that are making that available. Um, so yeah, isolation's a big one. And cause when we're isolated, we're also vulnerable to the, uh, I don't know, call it brainwashing or the, you know, the belief that we are not powerful or the, the victim mentality that can set in and, and show us only a limited set of options. Whereas, uh, when we're really aligned, we're, we're in touch with an infinite amount of power. And what I argue is that infinite amount of power can get, uh, stereotypically like, um, overblown, but when we're on purpose, then that power actually comes into right alignment. And then, um, cause we're expressing something unique to us. And that's when, that's when that power is useful, uh, cause we're going to need to call on it, living your purpose can be a form of uh, a fight, like a sacred fight to, to, to push against the forces that would have it otherwise um, and have us fall into complacency or default. Uh, so it takes a power, it takes a, a great faith to push through the great doubts. Um, I love what you said about uh, the no too, um, finding the no. Like we cannot get to our yes until we find our no. And I like to equate that with sword work because with the, the power of the sword, it's like decision-making and just cutting away, uh, what's not ours and saying, yes, that wholehearted full fuck. Yes. Hell yeah. No, I love that. That's a cool analogy and fits with the, the martial arts that we were doing earlier. As you were saying. <laughs> I think there's so many, it's true. There's so many lessons that are in that space that can be then applied to so much of the the work that you're doing and and that we all i think in the the group and the mentorship group that we're in um are trying to bring into into the world so um that's really a, a great analogy um i've got two more questions and then we'll wrap it up what would you want to put on a billboard if you could put it in a place that everyone in the world would be able to see it Great question. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm on the spot now. I got to say something, but you know what? I'm, we can come back to it. I'm gonna. Just I'll give you the second one. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or share share what I'm comes to your mind. First thing that came to mind because I was in someone's house yesterday and they had um 
they had one of those walls of license plates, you know, when people hammer up license plates all over the wall and they're, you know, you know, dozen different license plates. And they had one license plate from New Hampshire. And that's my favorite license plate because of what it says on it. And in terms of our conversation about freedom and the theme of freedom, the, the motto from New Hampshire, live free or die. That, that was the first thing that came to my mind. So I'm going to put that on the billboard right now. Live That's awesome. <laughs> I think uh, New Hampshire would be very excited by that. And, uh, maybe you can get a, an endorsement from them. <laughs> That's awesome. And I actually see quite a few New Hampshire plates where I'm at in Massachusetts. So that's right. very fitting. But uh, there's, there's so much more to it because death is actually a part of the formula of living your purpose. Because when we mm-hmm. befriend death and we're like, oh, right, I'm going to die. Um, there's, a whole, there's a whole piece in, in my work around uh, working with that. And the, the best scene that comes to my mind is the Fight Club scene. If you've seen Fight Club. Oh, yeah. Um, the convenience store scene. Remember when he pulls out this convenience store clerk and puts a gun to his head and pretty much coaches him into so his purpose. Your freedom or you're free now or something like that. Like Yeah. He's like, What are you not living your purpose for? And if you don't, you know, he threatened death. But it sometimes is that type of intensity that we need in terms of like reclaiming those initiations uh for us to be warriors, because the warrior's close with death. And that's what gives him the courage to show up fully in the here and now. I love that. There's a, I think Marcus Aurelius had some like saying about that as well. Like how we need to, if we reflect on death, then we're closer to our purpose. Um, I don't remember the exact quote. I'll have to, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually had a, an app on my phone called the death clock for a while that literally was like a, just a countdown of the amount of days and hours to my projected death as like a reminder to act, um, you know, and not basically dilly dally around the things that you want out of your life. And it's such a good reminder of like, yeah, time is limited. Live your purpose. Um, so last question before uh, the little wrap up. And that would be if you could ask any question from anyone, could be historical, could be living, what would it be and uh, why? Oh, good question. Oh, now I got to think of a question. Um, I don't know. I can't, I got to So I got to pick a person to ask Yeah. something, something useful to, uh, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Who, who, who is the, who's the person who we need to hear from the most right now? Um, but it doesn't have to I, be like some societal help. It could just be personal curiosity. Like you want to ask, uh, Jay Leno, who he would fight in a in a boxing match or something like <laughs> i don't know i'd want to hear some poetry spoken from the heart from muhammad ali let's say that because mm-hmm. i that's what i want because i you know not only was he a brilliant fighter but he would recite poems from heart and so that that sort of synthesis of of poet champion to me makes that guy uh an, an amazing uh example 
of, of a hero and a king. Phenomenal answer. Yeah. He's, uh, an incredible man and human. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I love that. Gabriel, this was awesome. Where can people find more about you and connect with the work that you're doing and just stay in touch? Uh, well, Facebook is one, uh, place to, to find me. I'm active on that platform. And my last name is K E C Z A N looks like Kexan. And then this is the book I just published a couple months ago, alive on purpose. I don't know if you can see it. Unclench yeah. from fear and step into your power with backbone, heart and balls. Uh, and the book is for men. So, um, it's what I'm most excited about, uh, getting out into the world right now. Awesome. Very cool. I will, uh, definitely put that in my Amazon car right after this. So looking forward to it. Maybe we can get some group, t- uh, group chats with the rest of the, uh, people in the group. I think that would be some awesome conversations. So let's make that happen.